so good clinkage. It was. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> quieter, but I think it's because they're full now. Yours yeah. is very full. I'm trying. I was trying to drink it down a little bit before we clinked. I know, and then I was like, "We're gonna clink now." My bad. <laughs> ah. So, welcome so back good. this week to our tea is steeping. We haven't introduced ourselves in a while. Do you think it matters? I mean, if they've gotten to this point, I'd hope so. And they don't know who we are. They can go back to a previous one because we probably yeah. overintroduced ourselves earlier. <laughs> probably. Um, my name's yeah. Caitlin. I'm Jen. <laughs> Like raised my hand like you can see me. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking this week, Caitlin? I'm drinking because allergies have hit our household. It is yellow outside. And it is, yeah. And it's like clogged us up and I'm mm-hmm. guessing pregnancy is effect because normally allergies don't get me that bad and I'm guessing uh. it's just pregnancy is just <laughs> because you have weakened everything because everything's yeah. going to the baby. No, it makes sense. So... Um, I'm currently drinking lemon ginger tea with some local honey in it. Nice. Because I've been loading up on the local honey. Because, yeah. as I mentioned in our Jossie episode we just recorded. Oh, yeah. It's super out of order. <laughs> I thought um, that I couldn't have um, allergy medication. Mm-hmm. And then I went and looked at the safe list from my doctor. And it says we can. Yay. But then I look at the bottle and it says... Pregnant women shouldn't have this. And I'm like, (laughs) what does this mean? We don't know. (laughs) So I'm just blowing my nose a lot and drinking lemon ginger tea and hoping that'll be enough with some local honey to help combat all of that. It's been gross and rainy today, too, so maybe the rain will help wash it Calm down the pollen, yeah. Yeah. So I am drinking my uh, Celestial Seasonings. Uh, oh, your gut health. Yeah, my gut health <laughs> tea. But it's cinnamon oats. So I actually that just like really like pretty good. the flavor. Yeah. Um, so this week we are talking about crank rats. Um, Our second episode of covering multiple crank rats episodes. Yes, so it'll be three. So enjoyable to talk so much more about it. So many points to talk about. My summaries are so long, but there's just so many good things to bring up. Yes. Yeah. One more thing. Our comments, I think, are so long too. Oh, I know because it's really picking up too. There's so many plot lines. I'm so excited. (laughs) The plot thickens. <laughs> I was telling Caitlin that I have like really hit the point where I'm wanting to read ahead so bad. And I did a little bit. And then I was <laughs> like, I don't want to have to go back again. Like, I don't want to lose track of I enjoy where I'm going back like, and reading again. It's like I do, but I also kind of like reading it again for the first time mm. for this. So I feel like I have better reactions and I'm not like remembering things from the future, wanting to talk about them in current episodes. See, that hadn't happened to me too bad on this series, at least. Yeah, I know I'm going to want to. That's Until this thing. week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because this week I was like, <gasps> and I had to, I actually censored one of my comments oh, and yeah, highlighted it in black. It <laughs> and I said, Jen, don't read this. <laughs> because I have mm-hmm. no qualms about staying caught up. I know. <laughs> so I am caught up to current. And mm-hmm. because we are now patrons of our yes, four that artists, was the next thing I was authors say. that we discuss, yay! Um, Kat Ellis stays ahead of the game oh, on Patreon. Geez, she does, and I'm like, it's yes, been please. awesome so. because of that. <laughs> I started reading Nick's, and I started reading it on Webtoon. And then I read all of them. I, like, binged it in a weekend. And I was like, no, it's over. And then I remember Caitlin saying that they're ahead <laughs> on Patreon. 
oh my gosh, Patreon is so ahead of Webtoon. <laughs> so I was like, yes. And I went over there and I have been hardcore reading Nick's. I mm-hmm. then started harding all of the episodes that I've read on Patreon so I can keep track of them. So I'm really sorry, Cat Ellis, you probably got spammed horribly from me today because I was at episode 160 and I was like, I need to go back and heart all of them. So <laughs> I hearted 160 episodes of I didn't realize you could do in that. a couple hours. <laughs> You can, huh. and there were only there weren't a ton of but like hearts on them, really so I wanted to do that. Paid much attention it. to like the whole commenting, liking thing on Patreon. I just yeah. read what the people we follow put up. Well, since I'm then... so behind, so like these are much older on Patreon, so I feel like there's a lot less hearts and comments on those. So I wanted to give it lots more. Because I think it deserves it. Because I am loving Nick's. Oh my gosh, it's That's so much the one, fun. Because I'm caught up on Crank Rides and Istravelia. See, I haven't started Istravelia um, yet, but it's next on I my list. And I wanted to start Nick's. Oh my I gosh, just, it's so funny. You have this have cat that's just not causing time. chaos. And I love it. <laughs> it's so fun. So, but today we're talking about Crank Rats. Yes, I just wanted to do like a shout oh, out yeah, about yeah, yeah. go read Nick's. It's amazing. Also, go be a patron of Cat Alice because there's so many more episodes on there and it's mm-hmm. so much fun. So, shameless um, plug. Oh, yes. Yeah, we need all of them. <laughs> shameless plug for our authors. We yes. will always be like, hey, go look at their page. Yeah. Hey. Oh, look at their Insta. It's really hey. awesome. <laughs> so, um, we're talking about episodes 12, 13, and 14. 14. Woo! Episode 12. Oh, are you doing this one? Oh. Oh, I thought I was. Oh, okay. You can do it. That's fine. Because you read first on the last one. Okay. I won't complain. How about I'll drink my tea. I'll enjoy you reading my very, very long summary. Okay. If we had my summaries, I'm assuming it would be the same. Oh, okay. Good, good. I always feel a little self-conscious when I'm like, man, I wrote so much, but there's so much that I want to... Well, keep track when of. I was doing my summary separate, yeah. sometimes I'd feel bad if mine was shorter than yours. I was like, <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Episode 12. Maddie C. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I just had Oops. to point out your typo. <laughs> my typos. Okay, I'm blaming my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Stupid autocorrect. But Maddie sees Jack huddled over the toilet puking and runs in to hold his hair back. Shashui. <laughs> Roll reversal right there. <laughs> Um, she also recommends true he... love right there. <laughs> true love. We are being rushed together, together. together. That's Anyways, marriage. They're, I know, but they're not at I that feel point like yet. There's a true love thing in there. There is one. What is it? What is it? No, I think oh. it's the true love when the wife is yelling at the oh, magician. Oh yeah, like garbage. True love. Oh yeah. Yelling at anyways. Him because because it was something about... I don't know. We're getting oh, off track. Yeah. This is not about the Princess Bride. No, it's about Crank <laughs> and Maddie helping Jack puke it. Anyways. Um, she recommends he cuts back on the drinking. <laughs> I was only on the second point. I know. I was going to say because you gave me so much crap last time for losing my place on the first bullet point. Well, it was the first bullet point. Yeah, well, this was the second <laughs> one. Um... He, she recommends that he cut back on the drinking, but he tells her it's the only thing that keeps away the dreams that haunt him. Maddie asks if it could be a memory, but Jack says that he hopes not and asks Maddie how things... 
with Miss Crosham. <laughs> with Miss Crosham are going. Maddie explains that she's their patron, and she always expected her to marry for money. But Maddie has never been interested. Um, r- correct. Mm-hmm. Oh, hiccup. Ugh, okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> the next morning, Maddie finds Harley outside in the alley practicing his shooting, and his lying. Harley tells her that he just likes to be prepared and lies to her, telling that his aim is terrible. Um, Prince Elliot and the soldiers have arrived at the border with Altavia, where they spot what they think are two wargs watching them. When we see the paw prints left in the snow, however, one looks like a mechanical handprint. Wonder who that is. I didn't catch this the first time through, so. I didn't either. I saw it and I was like, (gasps) yeah. Wonder. I loved that little <laughs> Easter egg. But then I was like, his mask makes so much more sense because mm-hmm. it makes him look like he has ears like a warg. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that makes so much more sense. It's so good. Ah, okay. Continuing. <laughs> back to Jack, who is having breakfast with Letty, telling her about the nightmare coming back and that he's giving up the drinking, or at least drinking for breakfast, <laughs> because Maddie, the Maddie there with them is the Maddie from his past. Letty freaks out, but Jack shushes her, saying he hasn't told Maddie yet when Maddie walks in. Harley joins them, saying that they have a few sponsors interested in Maddie, but that she should, could improve her presentation. Says, stop looking like a maid. <laughs> Although, that's literally what it's you literally were just doing beforehand. Yeah. Um, he points her to a dress shop with some money, and we find out that he has a blackmail understanding with the owner to get a discount. <laughs> what other way is there? <laughs> For all those dresses that Harley buys. <laughs> Maddie is uncomfortable taking the money, but Harley tells her, tells her to... And tells Jack that he's going with her. We sp- switch back to Prince Elliot, who has made it to the Al- Altian. Al- Altavian? I guess so. There's a typo. Oh, I'm sorry. We're just going to call it the gate. <laughs> Silas begins to plan out Prince Elliot's death, and we see... Oh, Rutten. that's not a... That's that's what it is, I think. Oh. Uh, it was just weird. Because I think I double-checked that. Oh, I probably just glossed over that when I was oh. reading. Anyway. It was late. It was. <laughs> it's fine. Um, anyway. Silas begins to plan out his death. There we go. Yes. Begins to plan out Prince Elliot's death, and we see that Ruxton thinks it should be handled differently. Prince Eli- Elliot lets them know that he sees movement in the woods and discusses how he would like to... How he would like peace with the Altavians and is excited for this mission. Lady Torin, Prince Elliot, and Ruxton meet while Silas has stayed hidden to take a shot at Elliot. Hunter appears by Silas, disrupting his shot, and drags him back to the others, causing further suspicion that the Bantarians are lying about not knowing about the crank rat. Elliot demands that Silas be released, and as Prince takes full responsibility for his actions, Hunter lets Silas go and is kind to Elliot, and asks, asks Ruxton <laughs> what's going on and why a child is there. Lady Torrin interrupts to bring the focus back to the crank rat, and Ruxton tells her that he will be destroyed as soon as he's caught. The Altavians are suspicious and request a public execution on neutral territory, as well as an inquest and destruction of all schematics relating to the crank rats. Ruxton negotiates, and they agree to communicate once the crank rat has been captured. Hunter gives them a time limit of one month and reveals that he was the one to take away Mayfax's arm. He also sends their wargs to escort them back to their ship for safety, while Torin questions his sanity. Hunter tells her that he plans on entering the city to find the crank rat himself, and Torin wants to come with, but Hunter asks her to stay behind to help him get out if needed. She tells him that he needs to tell Magda, the woman who raised him, but Hunter is hesitant because he's the reason for 
He's the reason her real son is dead, and he feels like she wouldn't mind him leaving too. And I have so many things I could say there that Uh, I've recently found out that I can't tell you. I know. (laughs) Because that's what I had to black out. (laughs) That's my blacked out comment there that relates to that. I really want to like annihilate that. Well, don't do it. I'll go in and delete it, (laughs) ma'am. We switch back to the Bantarians who have made it to the ship. And Silas is upset at Ruxton for letting Hunter go. Silas is just a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Elliot asks why Ruxton let Hunter go and if he wasn't upset about Mayfax losing his arm. And Ruxton tells him to ask Mayfax the real story of what happened. We go into a flashback of what happened where Mayfax and Ruxton had been left behind by the army and Mayfax was seriously injured. Ruxton was leaving to go find help when two grun hunters show up. Ruxton tells him that they have no weapons and they don't want to fight. Hunter heats up his sword, cuts off Mayfax's arm, saving his life, and leaves. Mayfax, however, is not grateful for what Hunter did and just sees it as being crippled and swears vengeance. Dun, dun, dun. Vengeance. I love that. <laughs> no, it's the commented out portion. I love that we finally get an explanation of why Jack drinks so much. Um, it's definitely a character flaw, but it becomes an understandable one now because mm-hmm. so many people do that. It's not mm-hmm. a great way to handle any sort of traumatic situation. Alcohol should not be a coping you understand. mechanism. Yeah, but it's a very common one, mm-hmm. um, especially for you know childhood trauma that you're still not even that. Like with. a lot of veterans and things like that yeah. deal with it because they've seen horrors that. Mm-hmm. With nobody wishes they would have ever had to see. Yeah. So I'm trying to block it out now. Yeah, it's. I think it's why a lot of, a lot of people that deal with, and not even just veterans, anyone really involved in war or humanitarian crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, because like we've heard a lot about what's happened in, I think it's Turkey, and mm. like the, was it? I think it was a really really bad earthquake. Oh, and it's I'm killed not up to date on the news. Tons of people, like mm. thousands of thousands Golly. of people, um, and it's like people there yeah. are gonna have this trauma that they have to deal yeah. with, and it's not it's not even a war related thing. Mm-hmm. It's um, just wrath of nature, mm-hmm. and so it's like coping, but mm-hmm. it's just not the most positive thing a, to use yeah. because it's going to cause more Not issues than it solves. Healing, yeah. Yeah. My next point is that I was curious why Harley lied to Maddie about his aim being bad when it's truly still very good. I was I didn't know why he would hide that. It just makes me wonder if it makes him look like more harmless. Mm. To those around, possible. And then if she ever said anything to anyone, mm-hmm. Then it's true to what she makes knows. me wonder what he does with all the cans because if somebody mm. were to see all of those, yeah, they would know without a doubt that he's not missing it from thirty paces. Yeah. I yeah, we already talked about the fact that I did not catch on about the handprint and the mm-hmm. snow being mm-hmm. like not a paw print, and I loved it this way through. Um, and then the fact that Jack is giving up drinking for Maddie, mm-hmm. like that's so huge. It's so hard to detox that. off of alcohol like that. And I just can't wait for the conversation when Jack reveals to Maddie who they Especially are. Especially when you rely on it for sleep. Yeah. That's... To block out the painful memories. Mm-hmm. Like hmm. Because it seems like 
he's not drinking because he likes how it makes him feel. He's drinking because he wants to get rest. Yeah. Um, and then you get addicted to it, though. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, but Letty's reaction. Yes, that was so cute. What? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you really see the brother-sister. Yeah. So The brother-sister good. vibes there. Um, and then I just laughed at Harley telling Maddie, oh, I know. you just got to dress nicer. That was so funny. That's what it boils down to. Harley is one of those really great, um, morally gray characters, and I, I just love it. I think we already talked mm-hmm. about, like, the older I get, the more I like morally gray characters because they're so much more relatable. Um, and I think Harley is just a really great example of that. I think you so get good. any of these. They're really relatable. It's just, I think we've developed from seeing the world as black and white. Mm-hmm. So, which, on mm-hmm. that note. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the new Shadow and Bone season comes out next weekend. Oh my gosh! I really want to go back and rewatch the first season since it's been so long now. I've just watched the recap because the Uh, recap does a really good job on Instagram. Oh, oh, okay. Either Shadow and Bones, Netflix, Instagram, or I probably did because I think it was at work when you sent it, and I was like, I probably shouldn't watch this. I had my headphones in and I was like typing at the same time. I was like. Oh, I can't be as excited and as loud about this. Am I cute? Oh, man, we should have another day where we watch that mm. together. Maybe after we move into the new home yeah. and I, like, have it's internet. It's going to be so hard to hold off. Oh, I know. It would only be, like, a month. <laughs> Maybe. Only. We can make waffles again. Yes. We can have a waffle We can day. have a Nina Zinnick day. Yes. Okay, so even if we just did, like, you can watch a few of the episodes at the beginning by yourself, but you have to save, save like, the last half of the season or, like, the last episode to watch together. Maybe we can do that. We'll continue planning after we finish yes. this episode. <laughs> I got too excited. Um, Us both. I know. Ben Barnes is beautiful. <laughs> also that. Yes. <laughs> he plays the villain, but also he that's what I was bringing himself. that up. Okay. That's how that came up. Was I because, was so curious what the connection was. Yeah. Because the villain, because even, so I feel like he, they're making, he was under, like, hmm. his backstory brought yeah. out in the books, mm-hmm. helped explain his actions some, but I feel like they're delving into that a little bit. Like they're... Yeah. Delving into the... Because it's straying from how the books went exactly. Yeah. Um. So, I feel like they're delving a bit into Darkling and, like, mm-hmm. his reasoning a bit more. Okay. Or, like... But also, like, adding on to his villainous stuff. But yeah. he's still got great aspects. Yeah. Like, he's not totally the white and black... He's just, he's, like, more evil, but he's an understandable why he kind of ended up You understand way. how he went off the deep end. He's a very dark gray. But yes. But with a little bit of gray. Charcoal. Gray. Yeah. <laughs> very dark charcoal. Very, very dark. Yes. To where you look at them side by side and you're like, what's the difference between these two pictures? And you're like, like it's the same picture. of white in there. Yeah, I see a polka dot. And he's like, oh, look, there's Alina's influence. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Moving Anyways. on to the topic at hand. <laughs> so, talking about that gate thing that we thought I might have had a typo in, but we are entirely sure. Um, I didn't realize, again, the first time through how the Altavians have such great natural, like, defenses. Just, mm. like, with the world that they live in. Um, and how that's really helped them survive for this and long. And the war assisted it, because mm-hmm. that's why that forest is impenetrable now. Yeah, and that's such a smart move on their part to take advantage of that, because mm-hmm. 
you know, that's already similar to the fighting style that they've uh, grown into with more like guerrilla warfare rather than, you know, Civil War style fighting line up in lines and shoot each other dead. Um, and see who has more people left at the end. Yeah, which is, um, seems like poor planning to me. However, that's for a different Did time. Did we ever say the men in power were smart? No. <laughs> <laughs> However, that ties into my next bullet point of, I feel really bad for poor Prince Elliot because he really wants to be a good ruler. And he's so idealistic and I naive. think it shows his age difference with his sister. Yes. That's such a great comment. Because yeah. she's idealistic as well. Mm-hmm. But understands more of the obstacles to it. And she's willing to see that this is tying into your bullet point that I'm stealing <laughs> is that she sees the danger that they're in from the people around them. She's mm-hmm. willing to see that the people that they're surrounded by might not have their best interests mm-hmm. at heart. And he hasn't gotten to that point yep. yet. <laughs> said General Akbar moment because I incorrectly <laughs> quoted General Akbar in a previous episode at some point and that I never corrected you. It has. Yeah, I was you like, referenced that in so many episodes after. You're like, I have to make I it right. Like, I'm so annoyed at myself <laughs> because I have seen all of the movies. I mm-hmm. enjoy all of the movies, but I'm not one of those that I didn't grow up watching them. Yeah. My dad watched Star Trek when it was on TV, so mm-hmm. I'm almost a You're smidgen more, more familiar. Yeah. I'm not really a Trekkie either, but I just am more familiar because it was on in the house yeah, when I yeah. was there. Mm-hmm. So, and he did, like, Star Wars movies, they were, they're almost like, um, like, they come on at certain seasons now that there's Disney Plus. They yeah. really don't come on regular TV that I really pay attention to, at least. Oh, I haven't seen it since we rented it from Blockbuster when I was a child. <laughs> that is like... but. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Blockbuster. I right. <laughs> Back when it was a thing, and I'm pretty sure we rented it on VHS. Um, it might have been a DVD, but... I don't think we ever rented know. anything on DVD from Blockbuster. Oh, it was so long before we even got a DVD player, because my parents my parents were firmly of the mindset of, like, DVDs are a fad. We're not going to get one, because they're just going to become outdated. <laughs> they were a fad in the sense that streaming became the thing. That's true. It was almost was like after Blu-ray a long time was more frame. of a fad than DVDs were. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the my General Akbar movement. It's yes. a trap! It's a trap, yeah. Mm. Because it's a trap, but it's not It's not a trap for the Altavians. Yeah. And the prince just doesn't know it. Yeah. And he's he doesn't like Silas, but he believes he's going to act in the best interest of the country when Silas mm-hmm. and Mayfax are going to act in the best interest of themselves every single time. I don't think they care if Bannenberg goes down in smoke. I agree, yeah. Considering they're building on top of smoke as it is. Yeah. And I I had the point that I think it's another really good thing to see the respect and kindness that Altavians have for children, Mm -hmm. even those from a country that they're at war with. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas the Bantarians are not kind and respectful. They're okay with potentially killing their own children. With assassinating their child prince. Yeah, just for their own selfish gain. Mm -hmm. And these Altavians are, like, not having it. Um, Because, this is what, I I love Hunter. I I honestly like That was my next point. (laughs) Him and Breger, I think, are tied for my Mm. favorite (laughs) (laughs) favorite (laughs) characters. Because Hunter... As frustrating as he can be, because mm-hmm. in recent episodes he's been frustrating. Oh, okay. But as frustrating as he can be, I really, really love his character. 
I feel like he thinks 10 steps ahead, but mm-hmm. in, and at the end of the day, at the core of all his decisions, he has a very big heart. Yes. He just doesn't show it. Well, I think he shows it because he acts even against, like, his government. and the, mm. Because, like, that, when he saved the woman and her children from the yeah. slave traders, mm-hmm. he was going outside of what he was supposed to do. That's fair, yeah. He wasn't supposed to be out there saving them. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that because it's the right thing. Yeah. So even well-meaning governments can sometimes overlook the small people mm-hmm. at the purpose of the bit, like, saving the majority of the people yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Even though when we look at the two governments side by side, one clearly functions better than the other. Yeah. Um, but so good and deep. Oh my god! I just I really enjoy Hunter's character. I enjoy like he's just he cracks me up. Mm -hmm. Um, but then also I I love how he looks and you can just see the disdain. Oh yeah, all over his face. And I don't think Elliot got it. No, I don't think he got it at all. So oblivious. And it's just yeah. (laughs) But I think he can tell that it was going to be an assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. All from Ruxton's one glance at the rifle and one comment. Mm-hmm. Not even a comment, a word. Yeah. That was all it took. And he said, ah. Mm-hmm. It's like, he knew exactly mm-hmm. what was going on there. Exactly. And that's why he sent the wargs with them to make sure nothing happened on the way back, too, because he mm-hmm. knew that they were going to get blamed if anything happened uh-huh. to Elliot. So it's like saving uh-huh. their own skins, but at the same time saving this child that is so blindly optimistic to be there and to find peace and to be a good ruler of this mm-hmm. country and he doesn't know any better and i really enjoy how gray ruxton's character is speaking all of the gray more characters, gray characters because he's the one of the three yeah. that we've seen that are the big government people mm-hmm. ruxton is the one that i feel like anybody can most sympathize with because yeah, he I feels like he needs to remain loyal to his longtime friend but he mm-hmm. doesn't agree with the direction his life has taken. And we have all been there. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we've all been there. Maybe not to, you know, the extent of... Yeah, not to the extent, extent of, of, like, assassination attempts. Yeah. But in, like, the, the little theory. things in life. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have your blacked out comment. That oh, then I had a frowny face. This is where Hunter starts hunting Jack. Yes, yeah. face. And then my blacked out comment. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I had forgotten... When I got to this part, I was like, wait, does this mean this is that? And then I was like, wait, yes, it does, because I just read this in a recent episode. <laughs> so, yep, yeah, there you go. Episode 13. Jack and Maddie go to the dress shop where Maddie is horrified at the prices there. <laughs> and the shop owner comes out, recognizing Jack's voice, and antagonizes him until he runs out. Adonia, the shop owner, begins to get Maddie's measurements and pulls some gowns for her. They discuss the fact that Maddie is not ashamed of her prosthetic hand, and Idonia appreciates that. I just kind of assume that's how you say that. Is that how uh, you say I've that? Had, that's how I've been mentally saying okay, it. Okay, just want to make sure. Um, Maddie tells Idonia that she doesn't feel comfortable with the cost of her gowns, but Idonia tells her that it's worth it because looking like a country bumpkin idealist will only turn her into a martyr. They finally find a dress for her, and Jack comes back in and blushes while telling Maddie that she looks stunning. <gasps> oh, kiss, kiss, oh, I love. <laughs> he tells her that a storm is rolling in, so they need to leave. Back in Altavia, a woman, presumably Magda, is at an altar where, while Hunter tries to sneak in and sneak up on her, but she catches him. She warns him of the haze and gives him Wolfsbane's spine to protect him from its effects, but Hunter is shocked because having it is illegal. 
Hunter gives her a lock of his hair in case he doesn't make it back and agrees to stay until the storm passes. Back in Bannenberg, Maddie is trying to hurry back to the bar while Jack is being slow, and we find out that Maddie is scared of thunder because it reminds her of the bombs. They get stuck when a portion of the walkways has collapsed, but Jack takes Maddie on a shortcut a couple levels down. She gets on his back as he makes the jump, but as they land, lightning strikes and scares Maddie, and she goes to Jack for comfort. Jack notices that the foundation collapsed, damaged a pylon. Pylon? Pylon? Uh, and I don't know either. Gets Maddie out of the way to absorb a lightning strike. This sets off Jack's cranking, and Maddie sees it and is shocked. Jack runs off, and Maddie is annoyed that he just left her there. Um, Jack runs back to Harley at the bar and tells him that Maddie saw him cranking and that he thinks that she looked at him like he was a monster. Back to Maddie, who is now lost in the Undercity and is regretting her reaction to Jack. Letty goes to find Jack later and tells him that Maddie hasn't made it back yet and it's almost time for her debut. Jack freaks out and runs off to go find her. Maddie is being chased by hazers when Joey and Jack find her. She ends up in a dead-end alley and starts fighting off the hazers when Jack appears cranking and they fight them off together. Jack tells her to get clear and he fries the hazers surrounding them while Maddie is shocked but noted that Jack didn't kill any of them. Maddie realizes that Jack is wearing her father's hat and comes to the realization that this Jack is the Jack from her childhood, and she starts to cry and hugs him. Come together. (laughs) She asks how he survived, and he shows her the processor, and she tells him that she doesn't care and just asks if it hurts him. Maddie then remembers that he left her and gets mad at him again, Um, and they remember her debut finally and run back to the bar where Harley is unhappy when he sees Jack's eyes have changed color and says that he wants a meeting with him and Maddie tomorrow. Maddie gets into her new dress, and Jack helps her with zipping up the back, (laughs) and she tells him that she liked his yellow eyes and then goes on to the stage for her debut. I like how you um, changed what you said to yellow eyes instead of his crank eyes. (laughs) I know, I realized that it sounded a little weird. (laughs) It does, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, like, makes sense in context, but... Mm -hmm. Um, I love that Maddie has good financial sense, and that she goes into the store, and she's like, this is way too expensive, even though I'm not even paying with my own money. Like, this is just financially mm-hmm. irresponsible. I really don't want to pay this. But she is me anytime I walk into a store that's not a thrift store. Mm, yeah. I'm like, ugh. Why, why is everything so expensive? Inflation. They're making bank off of this piece of they cloth are, here. And there's not even that much cloth there anymore. Right? Everything gets thinner and shorter. And I'm like, oh. Used to, I would still, like, find stuff I liked in the junior section. And now I'm no. like over in like the grandma section I getting know. cardigans and <laughs> can this get looser and bigger <laughs> and have a higher neckline? Can I have the slouchy please? I know. <laughs> um I thought it was really funny at Idonia driving Jack out of the shop and I think I didn't realize the first time through how intentional it was. It it felt intentional and like she was ragging him enough to make him run away and then she's uh talking with maddie kind of more privately i I thought that was interesting kind of i think she also flirts with him just to get a rise out of him and she thinks it's funny i don't think she's really totally serious with anything that she said at all i don't think so either yeah i think if he took her up on it she she's like she's a woman they'd be like all right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not that type of person. And yeah. so she's just like, well, let me give you a hard time. Yeah. 
It's almost like a Rusaki May vibe. It is. Except without the sexual tension. Yeah, and without the endgame status. Yeah. <laughs> I also loved Idonia relating to Maddie and her prosthetic hand um, because of the fact that Idonia doesn't have hair for some reason and is always wearing wigs, but she wears purple wigs because she's not ashamed of whatever it is. Um, I just felt like that was a really good statement and a really good connecting thing for the two of them. I just cracked up when she said Birdle. Yeah. That Birdle girl. I mean, Myrtle? Myrtle. What do we call her? Myrtle, Smyrtle, the turtle. Yeah, the Birdle. <laughs> Myrtle, um, Birdle, Turtle. Smyrtle. Uh, and then the fact that Jack blushed and said that Maddie looks stunning. Yeah. Oh, it was so cute. And then yeah. in the background, that little troll look on Antonia's face was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh. She's like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's all coming together. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I said, so did the Beauty and the Beast live action take inspiration from Idonia's dress? Mm. Like... <laughs> The way it's, because it's that yellow, yeah. but then, like, the little leaf pattern going down it mm-hmm. kind of matched, like, how it, the dress, of course, they're yeah. very different dresses, but, yeah. like, the decoration, I guess, mm-hmm. on them had the same type of vibe. That's interesting. I think I mostly just noticed that, you know, it matched the color of her prosthetic hand, mm. um, so she's, like, not being ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. Which is, like... Emma Watson must read Craig <laughs> Um, I was really curious why Wolfsbane's spine is illegal. I think we kind of mention it in the next episode. It is. Um, um, because it helps clear the haze, but apparently also can have bad side effects. Okay. So it's illegal. But why would it be it illegal can... in Altavia? Because maybe because they don't they have They may the haze? know the true root, like the true... Uh... Like what it roots does. of it, yeah. like because it sounds like it's still kind of an unknown thing mm. in Vandenberg, and yeah. like it's used, mm-hmm. but um, because like Alfie had that response to Maddie, mm-hmm. and he thought, oh, well, are you a um, what do they what do they call it? Can't remember it because it was a it was a, a slang word for oh, someone who uses it. That. I can't remember what it is. It'll yeah. it'll come back up when we get to that episode. Yeah. Um, but because he had that reaction, it sounds like it creates addicts. Mm. And I don't know. So it made more sense on why it's illegal in Altavia. Mm-hmm. Um, if they know more of the truth behind it. And they and don't what have the haze to even make it mm-hmm. worth taking it. That it may only have the bad side effects. Yeah. Um, and then for how much Hunter said Magda didn't love him, they seem really close. And him giving mm-hmm. her a lock of his hair before he leaves just in case that was so thoughtful i've wondered on the hair note it makes me wonder if hair length is more indicative of age with altavians because hunter's hair it looks like it's been gray yeah that it's always just been that gray white color Mm -hmm. um and but it's super long yeah so it makes me wonder if that's more unless they cut it for like specific like visual purposes like like brager's hair is pretty short right he, I thought he had, he's got dreads, but yeah, I thought. Yeah, so maybe that's different than, like, the braid thing. Mm-hmm. It okay. may just, and, I mean, maybe he keeps it a certain length because he's not in a place he would desire to regularly be and anyways. he was, like, the Toa, so maybe mm-hmm. they do things differently, too. Um, But I wondered if that's, because there's another book series I read that, like, 
hair length is a source of pride for every gender in that mm. um in that culture yeah. because it indicates their age <laughs> so it's like what? It's also in Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. But I know that that's not, no, I have that's not something you would read. No, I've not watched her. I tried, yeah. and I just, I couldn't. Yeah. First so. season goes for the shock factor, but you know, same thing as, like, The Office, is you don't like that type of thing. Yeah, I, I just think I haven't been able to. I've tried because it seems really like something that would it. be right up my alley, and I just can't. And then I also know that the author's not finishing the books. So I'm like, or well, the, the, I'm not even going to bother. Not done yet, but he, no, I saw a thing where he's just not finishing them. Oh, well rude i could be wrong but rude. i was like i'm just not gonna bother then yeah i don't blame you so anyways but and then a little flying squirrel it's so cute um maddie's snuggling into jack when the lightning strikes that mm. was so cute and she feels safe with him even though at that point she doesn't know yeah but she still feels safe it's nice to see that they feel comfortable enough and then add in once she figures it out Mm -hmm. it's like a switch and it's instantly like they're back to how they were yeah it just but especially because they reestablished their friendship before that is exactly what i was gonna say i think if they hadn't done that it wouldn't have been exactly the same there would have been like just figuring out who they are now Mm -hmm. but they've already got that kind of mostly as much as you can with someone that you feel like you might have just met yeah but i feel like you get a pretty good sense of who someone really is uh pretty early on yeah, um, I got then, a very hang yeah. tight, hang tight Spider Monkey yes, moment. I that too. <laughs> <laughs> Except this one was better. <laughs> yeah, a much, much, Your much, hands much. Are like ice. <laughs> Say it, oh boom! <laughs> a crank laugh. <laughs> oh, it's too good. Um. <laughs> The casual reveal on I'm Jack's a monster. End. <laughs> and then Maddie's reaction with just like her finding the hat and mm-hmm. being like, How did you get this? He's like, Well, I got it a long time ago. And oh golly, it was just so But also good. his reaction, it was like, You're so melodramatic. She looked at me like I thought she would. Like what? A like monster. a monster. <laughs> Hair flip. Dramatic <laughs> fall into bed. Flip over and cry your eyes out like a uh-huh. Disney princess. Oh, wait, she never came back? Oops. <laughs> oh, no, I just left My her bad. in the underbelly of the city after she acknowledged that she had no idea where she was. It's fine. I'm just going to go find her now. <laughs> um, uh. But then I also was like, I had issues with um, Harley oh, being your like. Your notes are so much longer than yeah. I thought. I thought it was just no, that portion. I was here. like, man, Caitlin didn't write a lot. My it just went on to the next page. Yeah, okay, um, it makes sense. But when Harley was like, he's losing control, I'm like, he's just melodramatic. Yes. You should know this by now, Harley. I mean, yeah, that is just 100% his personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think our last comments are the same with, um... Wow, chicka, wow, wow! Yeah, helping to zip up Maddie's dress. Yep, I was uh, like... It was so ooh. cute. So much tension. I was like... Hmm. This is a trope I will always like. Mm-hmm. Always. Because, like, I didn't have to always. ask my husband to help me with the back of a dress mm-hmm. before we got married. Yeah. But that's also because it's not often that I wear a dress that I can't zip up myself. <laughs> Same. Yeah. So. If, if it's hard to get on, I do not buy it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much all of mine are, like, nice slip-over-your-head t-shirt dresses. Uh, exactly, yes. 
I don't have much formal wear anymore. No. Once we got past like wedding stage of all of our friends getting married, mm-hmm. no more. I'm tossing all those <laughs> real soon. As soon as we move, I'm getting rid of all those bridesmaids dresses. Oh, I still have them. Oh, golly, I have I too many. I don't know why. I have my prom dress, my junior prom dress. Yeah, everyone was like, save them. You might wear it again. You can have it. I'm like, I am never wearing this thing again. I, I love probably all of I you. I don't think I would be able to fit mine again. I just, there is no situation in my life I would ever need don't to wear be it on the cruise? in a floor-length <laughs> satiny gown. With that's like backwards. No, my year was that my senior year I wore a short dress because I was like these long dresses are overrated. I'm getting me a fifty dollar dress mm. from Dillard's. Smart, which is I what I, I did. Wore I think my mom very much appreciated. Yeah, I think my junior prom I wore my bridesmaid's dress from my oldest sister's wedding. My junior year, that dress probably could have been one that would have been a yeah. like a nice bridesmaid's mm. dress not a tacky one yeah like i'm pretty sure it could have been the same type of vibe because it's got the same type of neckline as mm-hmm. my cousin's wedding that i was in nice anyways anyways back to this we'll finish up that was that was our last comment <laughs> oh what yeah bow chicka well well episode 14 Maddie apologizes to Jack for leaving him behind when they were kids, but Jack isn't upset and tells her that he was so lucky that Sullivan was there to save him. Maddie is suspicious of Harley since he killed the rest of the crank rats, but Jack tells her that he trusts him and that he missed her. A Bantarian ship is given orders to redirect its course after two Altavian ships break from formation during border patrols and head toward the Bantarian ship. Jack and Maddie meet with Harley the next day and he tells her that she's in on the secret now and she needs to keep it to herself to keep Jack safe. The Altavian ships were a diversion to allow Hunter to stow away on the Bantarian ship. Back in the city, Maddie overhears Harley talking with an engineer about a gun designed to take Jack down and and freaks out. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm I'm gonna zoom a little bit. I, know, I was about to say it's because I think we didn't zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I got squinting. You used to the big text. <laughs> um Maddie runs this is okay. This is zooming. What are my old eyes? I'm we not even old. old. <laughs> okay. Maddie runs to wake Jack up and tell him, but Jack brushes her comments off. He gets up and begins to change shirts in front of her while Maddie asks about his nightmare drawings on the wall. Maddie gets flustered when she sees Jack shirtless and runs off. We switch to Princess Eva, who is helping in the gardens to clear her head when she sees Elliot has returned with Mayfax and breaks the rose she's holding. Back to Maddie, who is determined to help keep Jack safe and and she decides to go buy a gun but is turned away because she doesn't have the required license while they are under martial law. She meets a man named Leon who points her to a store that asks less questions when she encounters Brager and Alfie. I feel like I'm going cross-eyed. <laughs> Alfie tries to discourage her from going to the lower levels and offers to escort her back to the bar, but Maddie refuses and heads on her way, so Alfie sends Brager with her. Maddie tells him it's just for protection and she knows how to use it, so he points her in the right direction. Brager points out a mark on the storekeeper's mechanical... Mechanimal- mechanical i know i can never say it it's like bird's neck (laughs) and maddie asks the storekeeper about it but they tell her if she doesn't know what it is it isn't for her maddie buys a gun from the storekeeper and we switch over to where the bantarian ship has arrived and hunter and two greg get off the ship they put on breathing masks and head down to the city floor 
Okay, so uh, in all honesty, it has been a month since we recorded the first two episodes of this. But in that time, um, I like broke down and read all of Crank Rats. That is on. <laughs> I read absolutely everything that Cat Ellis has put up on her Patreon. And so now I'm having a really hard time remembering what happened way back when to when we're recording now. <laughs> so I'm like, man, this happened ages ago. And it's because I've read like 900 more episodes. <laughs> and also, as a side note, I realized because when I take the screenshots for the Instagram yeah. real edits that sometimes they get jumbled up. So I have a new oh. method for keeping track of it, but sometimes they get jumbled up and it's hard mm-hmm. to tell what's from what episode. Yeah. Especially if I take the screenshots when I'm reading it and not when yeah. I'm ready to make the edit mm-hmm. because it just adds so much more time. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm doing so good taking these screenshots <laughs> ahead of time and uh-huh. saving myself the time to do it later. And it backfired <laughs> and it bit me in the butt. <laughs> Because I, the reel from this past time was the wrong episode of reels, but thankfully I only did like half of the screenshots I had, so I'm just going to have to use the latter half for this, this episode's reel. So, oops, but I had scrolled back and I was like, this is way too far back. Mm -hmm. So these have to be the right screenshots. No. I just must have not taken the screenshots <laughs> for the other one. So now I have a new method. Because before. Like albums or something? Yeah, well, I had them in an album anyways. Oh, and okay. I, because I archived them out of my regular um, photo thing yeah. mm-hmm. so that they're not taking up phone memory. Um, so I just oh, put fair. them yeah, over. You a, to, yeah. You have a Google iPhones, don't let you do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I archive them. Um, so they're still like on the cloud, on the Google cloud thingy or whatever, whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. Google one, whatever that, that they're still on there. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I just boop them over to the album and then archive them. So, but now instead of having just one album for the webtoon screenshots, I have them for each of the ones that we do. Yeah. So I have, I have like, I'll, I do a note and I write out which episodes it is, and I screenshot it before oh, I do the screenshots. That's smart. Yeah. And so I save it, and then mm. I do the screenshots of the episode because otherwise I have to reorder the album. Yeah. Because it puts them in order in the album of date. Mm-hmm. So I have that method worked out now where I have a screenshot of what episodes it is, and then all the screenshots. Yeah, that's, that's really smart. So, you know, if I, it's going to save me a lot of trouble if I started this back when we started this. We but have learned a lot. You since live we first and you learn. Yeah, we've learned a lot since we first started. So, um, if the edit looks familiar for this episode, no, it doesn't. Back to the episode. I love Maddie and Jack's bickering. It's just so cute Mm -hmm. and really realistic. Like, you're not always just going to be sunshine roses making cutesy comments to each other. Mm -hmm. I feel like half of me and my husband's relationship is just, like, picking at each other and cracking little jokes and just, like, play fighting all the time. Like, we're not actually mad. It's just we're bickering and it's just fun. (laughs) Well, it's like... As we have established, mm-hmm. I am with child. <laughs> and Being so formal over here. <laughs> and so I didn't have major cravings with my firstborn. Yeah. With this one, I have not had major cravings, but there are times where I'm like, there's been consistent foods that I'm like, 
we, these need to be in the house. Yeah. Oreos have been one of those. Mm, Oreos are good on the regular, but it's just like specifically Oreos dipped in milk. Because sometimes oh, you just want an Oreo, yeah. but it's like I want the Oreos with the milk. Mm, that sounds Maybe really I'm right low now. on calcium, and so that's why my body's like, hey, you can get some Oreos with that I calcium. like this theory. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> so I went and I picked up the container this morning, and oh, I was no. like, feels like there's only two left in here, and I had a whole row. I looked over at my husband, and I said, have you been eating my Oreos? And our daughter had just gotten, like, this is this morning, so it's like, she's just gotten up. It's Mm -hmm. a Saturday, so she's, like, running around and stuff, and I'm like, did you eat them? I said, I had a whole row, and it feels like there's two. (laughs) And then he's like, I had three this morning. I said, what are you doing? I opened it, and I was like, I've gotten so good at measuring the weight of these things. There were really only two left in the package. So I took them out, threw the package away, ate one, and then my daughter saw me eating one. Oh, no. And she said, Mama, Oreo? Oreo? And I stared my husband down (laughs) as I handed my daughter the Oreo. And I left it up and held up one finger because I only had one. <laughs> when I should have had a whole row. to the pregnant woman's craving. And on top of that, he's been eating some of my vanilla bean. I will proudly hold up the basic uh-huh. flag of I am vanilla in my ice cream taste. I love <laughs> vanilla, specifically vanilla bean. Uh-huh. And he's been eating my vanilla bean. And I'm like, I bought you your own carton of ice cream. It was Reese's. You know uh-huh. I won't touch that. So you have the uh-huh. whole quart. Is it a quart? It might be a half quart. I don't know. It's the smaller ones. Yeah. He yeah. has the whole thing to himself. <laughs> and I just want my cheap little $2.32 vanilla bean <laughs> from Walmart. Specific. I just bought some Thursday. <laughs> because he ate all of mine. <laughs> so lately oh. our bickering has been about him stealing my cravings. You know, that's a valid though. <laughs> So it is accurate, especially for the longevity of their relationship yeah. and like how long they've known each other and mm-hmm. how much they've clearly held on to each other's memory. And when you're just really close with someone, you can just like bicker and yes. have fun. They would totally argue about ice cream. Absolutely. Because <laughs> if you're not really comfortable about someone that, or with someone, you just be like, oh, yes, it's whatever fine. you say, I'm it's all buy fine. some more. And I'm still going to buy some more, but I'm going to let them know even not happy about it. Um <laughs> <laughs> That was such a good plan, um, like kind of going more back to the comic, um, for how <laughs> Hunter was able to get into the city. Mm. Uh, that was like such a large scale. I had totally forgotten about this portion. Yeah, I Like did how too. he'd gotten into the city. Yeah. I guess because when you're reading it, like, especially because these were still before it had caught up. And yeah. so, like, I was able to just keep binge read. Yeah, yeah. And so when I was reading through them, I was like, like, I, I don't remember, remember how, and I guess I skimmed city. past yeah. it. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I read too fast that I didn't yeah. realize the magnitude. So you just want to, like, keep reading. What happens? Okay, he's in the city, and, but uh, back to Jack and Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that was, like... That's pretty impressive, though. Yeah, and they're... They totally didn't realize that's what was going on. Yeah. And so it makes me... Uh, probably part of the reason that he wouldn't let... Um, I can't think of her name, but it's who... Oh, um, uh, he was hunting with. Yeah. Oh, golly. Torin? Was it Torin? Yes, I yeah, think it was okay. Torin. Um, but as pa- I think that's part of why he didn't want her to come, because she's able to, like, 
pull those little strings mm-hmm. and like do the little things and that she and I think he said like take big notice. He wanted her to be able to get him out if anything mm-hmm. happened and she could do it. Oh yeah, especially if she's the one that like engineered yeah. this. Totally could do it. Super impressive. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> inverted toupee. I don't remember what the I don't remember what the inverted toupee is either. <laughs> Is it maybe about Jack's goatee? I don't Probably. Remember. We should because have. Because I call goatees chin carpets anyway, so <laughs> I would make a, a rabid chin badger. I would like, make a comment about a goatee. Probably. So if it's not about the goatee, we apologize, but we don't remember <laughs> what the inverted toupee was. I don't was. <laughs> because normally I'm like really bad at procrastination. I'm taking my notes the night or morning of us recording. Yeah, we these. both did that. <laughs> So I, I I don't normally put context with my notes. I know I don't either. It's just like pure reactions, and normally and there's no okay. mention of the toupee in the summary. I know, and I don't think I have a comment either about it. Mm. Mm. Um, so I don't blame Maddie for being really suspicious of Harley. Um, I think you just oh so yeah because I was still talking about so this is like oh, okay, in the yeah. time of Hunter. So mm-hmm. he must have been talking about one of the guys on the ship or something. Maybe one of them made a comment or something. Maybe. That he could hear somebody, like, talking or whatever. Like, because I think they showed some yeah. of the cabin and stuff. Huh. I'm trying to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, yeah. I'll get back to that after we. <laughs> our our notes are not on the same screen at the moment. <laughs> I know. We normally uh, do that, but we didn't. This yeah. Morning, so. We'll have to turn it the other way. Yeah. I've been typing on it this morning, so I left the keyboard <laughs> attached. Okay. There you go. There's there your comment go. up at the top. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't blame Maddie for being suspicious of Harley because that's a really bad conversation to overhear without any context. And I mean, like, that's kind of what they say if you shouldn't eavesdrop because you'll hear things that you don't mm-hmm. want to hear. But, you know, in that context, I don't blame her for being really suspicious. Right. Unless you specifically know that it's tranquilizers in the gun and not, mm-hmm. like, straight bullets to kill him. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds pretty bad. Yeah. And actually, I don't know that we get to the point where they reveal that it's tranquilizers, but that's not that big of a reveal. Yeah. No. <laughs> Especially well, now that I can, I well, whenever we stop recording, I can be like, and here's this. I know. And here, I could clear this out what I blacked out. I didn't out. read ahead because I was like, I'm going to accidentally reveal so many things. Because now fine. I know it all. <laughs> but I can go back now and um, clear out. Uh, what I had redacted, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> that you couldn't see, so yeah. I can be like, ha I can clear it. And and I can be like, no, because my guess at that point has been proved right with the most recent episodes. And oh, I was like, wonderful. Ho-ho-ho. I don't even, I don't know. So we it's, can talk about it. Later. Yeah, yeah. When we hit the stop button. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I had more comments about. <laughs> The oh, Hunter, Hunter getting, getting into yeah. Vandenberg. Him, I just, it was cracked me up, him calling Tugra fatty, oh and gosh, like, yeah. you're trying to fit in the same thing, <laughs> yeah. and and I I really like that it's apparent that Wargs can understand human speech, yeah. because he's talking to him like he can under, like, oh, mm-hmm. like they talk with Breger, because yes. Breger has to talk back in a different way mm-hmm. than speech, Yeah, which I still wonder what happened that and we I haven't know. discovered that yet. There's still no knowledge of it, but <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um but then And it's confirmed okay. later that wargs can't understand. So then this must speech. be where I was talking yeah. about the whole gun thing. I like I guess mm-hmm. it's a protective measure, but surely Jack knows about it. And I'm 
I don't remember, but I'm going to go with, I'm pretty sure Jack knows about it because he wouldn't want people to come to harm because of him, because he can't control himself. So, so if think, he had to be tranquilized yeah. for it to come back down. Since I read through more recently than you mm-hmm. have, <laughs> um, <laughs> although it's, it's not been that recent anymore, um, I think what it was is that Jack didn't really know, but he wasn't concerned about it. Because, yeah. like, Maddie told him, and he's like, it's probably for a good reason. I really don't care because I trust Harley. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think he knew, but he doesn't really care. Okay, so then, let's see. My next comment is still not oh, with me. Mine oh, yeah, is about is. shirtless Jack. Mine was, too. <laughs> Maddie being so flustered <laughs> for, um, like, seeing Jack shirtless. <laughs> and I feel like Jack totally knew what he was doing I think doing he did, there. but also didn't because... He's so with comfortable around Learning her. with who Maddie is. Yeah. He's dropped the whole, like, flirt- extra flirtatious I think it's it's just the natural flirtatious, so he's a bit more nervous to actually act on how he feels, I feel like, because there's that whole, they have the history and stuff that they know now. So, because I was like, I like how much more comfortable, and then I was like, oh, ho, ho, no shirt now. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Floor this, and then the floor the sweep. I do remember that's from her comment. I don't she's, remember It's because she's talking about she needs to yeah, go sweep the floor, but so she says, I need to floor the sweep. <laughs> we don't blame you, Maddie. <laughs> um, I just love Frager. Frager's the best. Even, like, having read as much as I have now, I still just and that's love why, like, Frager. And you can probably understand why now, why I still really, really love, the, love Hunter's character. Mm-hmm. Because you're seeing the whole backstory, and you just know there's so much that they're not allowing to be communicated between yeah. the two of them. Yeah. To get that understanding back to, I, I don't want to spoil it. Uh huh. <laughs> so, and it's just it brings uh, to light, you know, everyone in the story we've talked about a million times is kind of the morally gray character, mm-hmm. and now we're learning a lot more about how Hunter is a morally gray character in a way that, like, you still really like Hunter and root for him. Yeah. But are like. Let me put you on the correct railroad tracks. Let's yeah. divert this train. Because Cat Ellis is so good about giving you enough of a backstory that mm-hmm. you absolutely understand where each character is coming from and why they're making the choices that they are. And so like, that even for, you really like them. Even for Mayfax, we don't like him at all, but yeah. we're understanding he's got this convoluted, distorted perspective of Hunter now because mm-hmm. Hunter's who cut his arm off. We that was in this that. one, didn't it? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was in this one because it was part of the screenshots that I posted okay, earlier. I was about to be like, because oh, he's crap. like raising. It's one of the things where he's raising oh, okay, the thing. Yeah, and they never really like actually yeah. show that. Yeah, but that he saved his life. But now yeah. he's like, he took my arm. Yeah. And so it's this twisted perception of what mm-hmm. happened because of how it impacted him. So you understand where they're yeah. all coming from, and it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Because I, I stay frustrated at Hunter, but I still love Hunter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's like you can't blame him for what he doesn't know either. This is where I talked about goatees. I knew I talked about goatees at some point. <laughs> so <laughs> this is after my last note about um, shirtless Jack and yeah. stuff. But I was like, Mayfax might be nice looking if he wasn't a butthole and didn't have the Disney villain chin carpet. <laughs> it's like, um, oh, who is it? The, uh... Jafar? Yes, I'm glad you knew exactly who I was talking about. It was like the little curly cue We recently, um, 
even as a kid, it disgusted me at that point in Aladdin where Jasmine's trying to distract him so Aladdin can get the oh, um, thing. Yeah, and, and she's, she's like, like oh, oh, and she's yeah, like barf, twisting oh, his no. gym carpet. And I'm like, <laughs> and we both, we both like beards. Both of our husbands have beards. So we're a fan of the facial hair, but very specific facial hair. had a hair. goatee when yeah. we started dating. Oh, I forgot about he that. He used to, and he, how long ago was it? been a while because yeah and i'm like please bring the beard back the beards the beard's a lot better (laughs) he had it we had been dating a year and he Mm -hmm. had had a goatee for a year and then i staffed a camp for three months and we were away from each other for three months Mm -hmm. um and he didn't care about shaving (laughs) during that time so he let his whole beard grow in and then i came back and i was like I like it. And he's like, Keep well, it. I hate shaving. So this win, is a win-win. Win. <laughs> and sometimes he wants to switch it up. And then he goes back to a goatee. And I'm like, you look like you're 19. Please grow the beard back. Yeah. I missed your fuzzy face. <laughs> There's a guy at work who normally has a beard. And he shaved it all off except his mustache. When was it last week? And I was Mustaches on. are coming back. I know. Like, I don't know why. Ugh. I was on a call with him though because he gun. did it. That's probably, why. Yeah, he did it while he was working from home, like for his couple days. Of work, and I had a call with him, and I was like, "What did you do? Somebody else <laughs> is on like, your work computer. <laughs> so You've like, been hacked. How does your wife feel about this?" And he's like, "We're figuring it out." <laughs> I was like, "That's an accurate answer." <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, so I love that Alfie sent Brager with Maddie to go get a gun. I uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just such a selfless thing for Alfie to do um, because of how attached he is to Brager. It kind of mm-hmm. shows of him thinking of someone outside of himself. So I and will play devil's like advocate oh, because okay. she's an employee of the bar and she helps bring money into the bar that's that right, he does Harley yeah. needs to or he LP. thinks Harley owes him yeah that money yeah so it's like half altruism investments <laughs> yeah yeah but the fact but then that, that sounds it's like Kaz and Inej <laughs> and it is totally different we love a good six of crows reference <laughs> I still um, haven't watched Shadow and Bone. And I, I haven't really either. Okay, to. I thought that you had watched it, and I was like, I'm I just not going to bring it up because I'm going to feel really and bad. And like, that it's I gotten seen to the it. point that the Instagrams are like putting the spoilers up, and I'm like, I thought Don't this didn't happen until the spoilers. third book. Yeah. Because of course we know what generally what happens, yeah. except for like the adjustments they've made for the mm-hmm. show, which I've really enjoyed all the adjustments they made in the first season. Yeah. But like, now I'm kind of like. I've seen the spoilers, and I'm I like, know. I thought this happened in the third book. I've been What's trying going to hold on right out now? until we move when we'll have internet at the house, mm. and then I can actually watch it on the TV. Yeah. Because right now I'd have to watch it off my phone, and that's Gee, just a little depressing because it doesn't give it the it. full experience. <laughs> I would have to watch it at night when my daughter's not up. Oh, because it's a little dark for her. Oh, yeah, a lot dark. <laughs> also, yeah. the language. Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah, she's... She's two. <laughs> She's very much so. What it's she like hears. I have to wait, and then it's. I've just been so tired. Third trimester has smacked me in the face yeah. with exhaustion. So like, by the time night gets here, I'm like, all right, peace out, going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Brager is just so protective of the people he loves too, which is just a really great personality. The people he trait. deems worthy. Yeah, because 
I think even if he didn't have much of a relationship, which he's had Mm -hmm. more by proxy because of Jack and all that with Maddie. But even if it was someone that he didn't know Mm -hmm. on the street, but they had like either shown him kindness or he'd seen them demonstrate that Mm -hmm. they like demonstrate that they're like a someone, I guess not. I don't want to make it sound like he's like judging people's worth by how they're acting, but it's like, he doesn't have to have the connection that he has with Alfie yeah. to yeah. want to be there and protect someone. Mm-hmm. I just love how he gets so protective of Maddie, though, because they haven't known each other mm-hmm. very long, but he still cares about her, and he's very protective of her, and so, like, his face whenever Maddie tells him that she wants a gun. <laughs> and then, he's, like, stunned. <laughs> and then how Maddie has adjusted so well to Brager, and I think that's why he cares about her so much, mm-hmm. too, that... She doesn't even care about his lack of speech, and she just, Or like, that he's Altavian. Yeah, and she just rolls with it and finds a way around those things, Well, he sees that she's already to, put in the effort to understand yeah. him and his culture as a mm-hmm. whole. Like, I bet you he probably can't even count on one hand the amount of people that have looked at his, like, markings and stuff and yeah. known what that means. And thought they were cool. And not yeah. just, like, a wow, I'm so glad Alfie bought you. He, I'm sure you're such yeah. a good protector for him. Maddie's just like, no, this is amazing. You're so cool. Like, I've never met someone from this like, part of the Fangirling over yeah. <laughs> Can I have your autograph? <laughs> uh, and so my I, my last comments about the bird, do you have anything that you want to add before Let's that? Let's see. Um, I had some notes, the Leon guy. Yes, because a strange man walking up saying he can get you a gun is totally safe. Where's his trench coat of watches? I, know, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even really think about that either, but I she feel like She doesn't know who he is yeah. at all, doesn't know his mm-hmm. intentions, and it's just like, oh, cool, you know where I can get one? He <laughs> could have been gun. undercover, like, yeah. let's set her up. You know, that's a really She must point. be part of that society. She's I just so naively this. walking to the lower parts of society, yeah. like... This is fine. I don't need a protector. You don't have to. I was almost killed by hazers a couple days ago, but it's fine. (laughs) That's so fascinating. I never thought about that. I'm really glad you brought that up. And then, oh yeah, I had just notes about Alfie. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing her such a favor by escorting her home, but like he didn't Mm, ask her. Yeah. And then, um, Breaker, Breaker, and Hunter are like, of course we love our main leads, Jack and Maddie, but like Breaker and Hunter, yeah, they're just so well developed, especially as we've seen more of their backstory in the more recent episodes. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really love their characters. Yeah, same. Um, and then (laughs) the mechanical, it just cracked me up. He popped in Breaker's face like toast out of the toaster. You were probably thinking that because we just had our toast episode. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I made a comment on that about. With the uh, with the reel that was posted this yeah. past week, it's like we've resolved we've sort resolved, of sort of the yeah. toast debate. <laughs> we've agreed. <laughs> we've agreed that we believe not believe are on two that each has merit. Yes, but we prefer our own way. Yes, resolved. <laughs> Agree to disagree on toast. <laughs> um. And then, oh, I guess there was a comment from some of the background characters about those in the lower reaches seem to understand that slavery is bad. I guess there's some background comments about, probably about how it's not the Altavian's fault that all this stuff is happening. They're faulting their own government. They're not faulting the people they're at war with that Mm -hmm. the government is trying to say. Like, they're seeing through it. Yeah. They're not letting it, like... 
They're not letting themselves be misled by the government. And I really like that. We have certain modern day applications. <coughs> yes. The restrict ban. We will not to get into that though. <laughs> However, I like that it was included here. I think that really helps round out this world as well mm-hmm. with knowing that all the people aren't completely brainwashed. You know, they yeah. are thinking for themselves. This is not a stable government. This is not a stable city. Um, mm-hmm. And you really get a, a good feel for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so you're... that's your last comment. Yeah. So my... I think we're back to the same point. Yeah. So that marking on the bird's neck, I thought that that was so interesting. And I was like, I think you said the smoking gun theory mm-hmm. with this. You know, if you see it, then it means something. So I, was yeah. like, I wonder if it's a, a rebel marking. It's brought or... up. There better be a reason for it later. And we yeah. know it's got a reason because I'm pretty sure that's the mm-hmm. the secret sign for that rebel society, whatever. Yeah. Pretty sure that's what that's for because we yeah. see it later. Where Brigger gets stuck in the middle of all those people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So at the time, <laughs> we didn't know that. <laughs> but. But I think, you know, I even had in my notes, like, I wonder if this is a rebel marking or something. So it very clearly leads you to that conclusion mm-hmm. on, like, if you don't know what this is, it's not for you. Oh, man. That's just, like, mm-hmm. ramping up. And I'm like, how soon is this going to be something for her? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just Hunter escape like with Tukra. Hunter mm-hmm. would be a good uncle. Who's yeah, my comment? <laughs> Cracked me up. And then I'm really, I also just had a note that I'm really enjoying going through three episodes instead of just one at a mm-hmm. time, which I guess this is a good point to mention it as we're at the end of this segment before yeah. our closing remarks. Mm-hmm. But I'm just really enjoying how, like going through three episodes at a time yeah. per podcast episode because so. It's just really enjoyable to flesh out these characters and to yes. get to see more of the story all at once. Yeah. Rather than feeling so segmented. It's mm-hmm. just, it's been fun. Because there's so many good plot points that have been coming up right and now, especially. a lot more content than I fully recognized mm-hmm. in three episodes. Yeah. Than I had realized before we were doing just one. I was like, oh, man. Because we were really trying... It's so hard because, like, stuff was happening, but it wasn't connected to the next episode yet. Yeah. It was really hard to talk about. Especially with, with just one at a time. Yeah. Um, especially where we're talking about it, and it's not like we can go... It's not like yeah. where we're going back and reading it when we want to, mm-hmm. and, like, going back and rereading, or being like, yeah. what did I miss, or mm-hmm. and when we're just talking about it, so... And freaking out. Really... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, these are nice mugs. Yeah, especially because they're both empty. <laughs> since it's been a month since we started recording this, we have obviously finished our tea much long time ago. That much yeah. long time ago. <laughs> it's been a really not great long week, but um, yes, thank you for listening to our tea <laughs> steeping this week. We love Crank Rats. It's so much fun to talk about it, um, especially now that I've read all of them, yeah. and so I feel like this is a great time to plug her patreon again mm-hmm. if we haven't already um obviously yeah, we always like, have it in the show notes yeah but... and i mean like you know your budget <laughs> you do what's best for you um we've been able to join at her one dollar tier so that was really reasonable for us and our budgets which is how we were able to make it work and you get access to all of her comics everything that she has released it's mm-hmm. incredible i binged everything and i am obsessed i so, binged to catch up amazing. on his Trevelia, and then i've stayed caught up on yeah. crank rats 
Um, and so yeah. now I just have to read Nick's. I haven't read that one oh, yet because I, I haven't had the time. Yeah. So, but that's my next one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking forward to typing Nick's in her oh, little search yeah. bar. Just, woo. Did I, I just, <laughs> did I send you a screenshot of one of them where it was like I think something you did. hilarious? Okay. So I thought you had read that one and I was like, oh, she's going to laugh so hard. I mean, it was a really hilarious one. It was the cat like threatening to poop in the guy's shoe. He's like, you only have one shoe left. I'm going to go poop in it. <laughs> but that's like a normal cat thing too. So it's oh, really cool even if you haven't read it. It was so funny but though. I just haven't read that one. I started it and I just, I never got time to finish it. Yeah. And it's been a while since I had started it, and mm-hmm. I don't think there were that many episodes up of it on Webtoon yeah. yet, but now that we're on, like, we are patrons. Yes. <laughs> so funny to say that. I'm a patron. I know. Um, I'm planning to go back and, like, binge read. Who knows? Maybe it I'll, like, so do that good. tonight. <laughs> I had, like, a bit of an emotional hangover whenever I finished reading. I was like, I literally don't even know what I can read now because nothing else is going to compare to all I of just these finished, comics. what book was it? It was the fourth book in a series I'm reading. Oh, oh you finally made Wow. You've oh, been like, reading that yeah. series for a little while now. I also had my glucose test this past week, so yeah. I was just sitting there in the lobby of the doctor's office reading this like... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 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 because it's it's so good. And yeah. I'm, it's it's nice too because it's it's long. It's big. Mm-hmm. They're larger books, but it's slower paced. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. And it's... I just really enjoy this writing style yeah. and so like I finished and I'm like my Kindle didn't want to download the next one and oh, so I'm like that's disappointing I couldn't download it and it was probably a good thing because then I like I've been in like a halfway like a book hangover I'm like I need I to read know. the next one I get um, that feeling and I'm going to be in such a bad book hangover when the series is done I'm going to be like well here <laughs> I have another good series recommendation for you after you finish it I'll tell I you have a whole week. list I was going to read oh, okay, some more good. of Annette, yeah. Mur- Annette Marie some oh, of her other yeah. series that aren't on the Guild Codex. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, like, work my way through those. Because I already yeah. have a list written on my bullet journal where yes. I, like, rate them and then give my little oh, short so notes cool. about it. Yeah. And the date that I finished them. Yeah. So, which I forgot to write the date of this last one. I need to do that before I get what day I finished I... it. I, finished I think it Kindle keeps Tuesday. track of Wednesday? Yeah. I finished it Wednesday. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for listening to our podcast this week. And next time you will join us for... My Dear Cold-Blooded King. Yay! Which we are recording in about an hour. So. <laughs> when? <laughs>